0: Yeah. Hey.
1: in advance for holding a baby while recording this podcast you get what you pay for and this podcast is free
2: okay guys we finished the gospels in the new testament and now we are studying the book of acts
3: hi and act is life for me it's great to be a celebrity an actor's life for
4: me <laughs> not that kind of acting in the bible the book of acts is called acts because it talks about the actions of christ's apostles Acts was written probably by Luke. And he starts off by addressing the book to Theophilus. And when I read that, I was like, wait, who's Theophilus? And it turns out the name Theophilus literally means loved by God or friend of God. So scholars believe that Theophilus is just a title that applies to all of us Christians.
2: So Luke was writing this book for us. He actually
4: calls Christians, which means people who believe in Christ, He actually calls Christians those on the hodos. And in Greek, that means those on the way. What does that remind you of? It's kind of like those on the way on the covenant path. So the book of Acts really is for us.
2: But before we get into what Acts teaches, let's play a game.
4: This game is called 40 Inventory. We're going to describe someone from the scriptures that had an experience with the number 40. 40, and you have to guess who that someone is. Ready to guess? This scripture hero lived in an ark while it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. This 40 hero is Noah.
3: And rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights.
4: This scripture hero met with God for 40 days and 40 nights on Mount Sinai this forty hero is...
3: Then Moses entered the cloud as he went on up the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights.
4: And don't forget, before Moses went back to Egypt to free the Israelites, he spent forty years in the desert, tending to flocks before an angel appeared to him in a burning bush. Who was this angel of the Lord?
2: Jesus Christ!
3: And when forty years were expired, There appeared to him in the wilderness an angel of the Lord in a flame of fire in a bush.
2: This next scripture hero
4: is a triple 40. This guy was 40 years old when Moses appointed him as a leader. Moses sent him to search out the promised land and this hero spent 40 days on his mission. And then, because the Israelites were wicked, they spent 40 years in the wilderness before this hero finally led them to the promised land. Who is this triple 40? Joshua!
3: And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness.
4: This Philistine soldier threatened the Israelites for forty days before God sent the courageous shepherd David to defeat him. This forty-foe is Goliath!
3: And the Philistine drew near morning and evening, and presented himself forty days.
4: Do you remember this prophet from our Old Testament studies? He was in the desert, laying under a juniper tree, thinking he would die, when he was miraculously fed a little cake and a pitcher of water. After eating the cake, he was able to survive on a journey across the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. This 40 hero is Elijah.
3: And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto the mount of God.
4: This scripture hero had to be swallowed by a whale before he was brave enough to go tell the city of Nineveh that they had forty days to repent before their city would be destroyed. Who is this forty hero?
3: Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown.
4: This scripture hero delivered the Israelites after they had been in captivity by the Philistines for 40 years. He had super strength and he never cut his hair. This 40 hero is Samson.
3: And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines 40 years.
4: This scripture hero is my favorite. He spent 40 days, fasting in the desert wilderness, being tempted by Satan, before he began his public ministry. Who is this 40 hero?
2: Jesus!
3: Jesus was in the wilderness 40 days, being tempted by Satan.
4: This scripture hero is from the Book of Mormon, and he wandered in the wilderness for 40 days, looking for the land of Lehi-Nephi. He has the same name as the son of Mosiah who chopped off a bunch of Lamanite arms to save the king's sheep. Who is this 40 hero? Ammon!
3: Therefore they wandered many days in the wilderness, even 40 days did they wander.
4: And that brings us to this week's Come Follow Me study. This hero spent 40 days visiting with people, and hundreds of people saw and spoke with him before his ascension into heaven. This 40 hero is
2: Jesus.
3: He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God.
4: Did you guys know that? After Jesus died, he came back and he spent 40 days with his followers before he went up into heaven. What did Jesus spend those 40 days doing? Well, the scriptures say (laughs) that he showed his followers infallible proofs. (laughs) Being seen of them 40 days, and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. What does infallible proofs mean? Well, in Greek, that means literally sure signs or tokens. So if your parents have been to the temple, they'll recognize what many Latter-day Saint scholars believe that Jesus spent those 40 days teaching his apostles about the endowment. The fact that we have no record of what Jesus spent those 40 days doing, you know, some things are too sacred to be written. And later on, we'll hear Paul talking about putting on sacred vestments and other temple images. So it makes sense that what when Jesus was setting up his church back then, he set it up the same way he has it set up now. What's the
0: endowment?
4: It's part of a covenant made in the temple. The church just came out with a new "Preach My Gospel book, which teaches us how to share the gospel with others. And in this book, they explain the covenants that we make as part of the temple endowment. So when you go through the temple, you agree to live the law of obedience, obey the law of sacrifice, obey the law of the gospel of Jesus Christ, keep the law of chastity, and keep the law of consecration.
2: What's the law of consecration? You
4: are full of good questions today, Isaac. The law of consecration is where members of the church voluntarily dedicate their time, their talents, and their material wealth to build up God's kingdom. Jesus definitely taught his apostles this, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. But after Jesus was with his followers for 40 days, he
0: ascended back up into heaven. And the way he went up into heaven was so cool.
5: And it came to pass that the eleven apostles went away into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when Jesus appeared unto them, they worshipped him.
3: All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Ye shall receive power, After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in
5: Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. And the disciples went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in the book we call the Bible.
0: So what were the apostles supposed to do now that
2: Jesus was gone?
4: Well, who helps Jesus lead the church when he's not on the earth in our day? The prophets and apostles and just like how the apostles in our day testify to the world about christ these apostles were going to need to do the same the prophets and the apostles they teach us what jesus wants us to know and do the savior's church today is led by prophets and apostles just as it was in ancient times wait mom
0: i think we need to pause and play a little apostle game here This game is called
4: Apostle Jostle. We're going to mix up some fun facts about the different members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Can you guys guess which apostles we are talking about? For this apostle, both of his grandfathers were actually apostles too. And his great-grandfather was a prophet, the Prophet Joseph F. Smith.
2: Which apostle is it? President M. Russell Ballard. This apostle was the only member of the Church of Jesus
4: Christ of Latter-day Saints in his entire high school class in New Jersey.
2: Which apostle is it? Elder D. Todd Christofferson.
4: This apostle was born in Czechoslovakia.
2: Which apostle is it? Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf.
4: This apostle had his first job at age 12 sweeping a radio repair shop. Which apostle is it? President Don H. Oaks. This apostle also had his first job at age 12. His job was driving a cart that picked up golf balls on the driving range. Which apostle is it?
2: Elder Ronald A. Rasband.
4: This apostle is an artist and makes custom postcards from sketches he draws when he's on trips. Which apostle is it? President Henry B. Eyring. This apostle was raised with the first language he learned to speak being Swedish. Which apostle is it?
2: Elder Dale G. Renlund.
4: When this apostle was 19, he was missionary companions with Jeffrey R. Holland. Which apostle is it? Elder Quentin L. Cook. A freshman at BYU, this apostle would wake up <laughs> at 4 a.m. to earn money working as a janitor cleaning bathrooms. Which apostle is it? Elder Neil L. Anderson. This apostle got engaged over the telephone while he was attending college in England and his future wife was back in Provo. Which
2: apostle is it? Elder Garrett W. Gong.
4: This apostle filled out his missionary papers when he was only 11 years old to use them as a goal. Which apostle is
2: it? Elder Ulysses Suarez. This apostle was quarterback of
4: his high school football team and he met his future wife at a flag football game. She caught his attention when she caught a really long pass.
2: Which apostle is it? Elder David A. Bednar.
4: When this apostle's oldest cousin left on a mission, he signed a $2 bill, and he passed it to the next cousin preparing to serve. That $2 bill passed through 16 cousins who served missions throughout the world, reminding each one that they were united in serving the Lord.
2: Which apostle is it? Elder Gary E. Stevenson.
4: One of the reasons that we love the book of Acts is because we see ordinary people doing extraordinary things in the name of Christ. So the Jewish festival we know as Pentecost was 50 days after Jesus died and Jews from all over the land came to Jerusalem for it. They all spoke different languages because Jesus had given his apostles the Holy Ghost, the priesthood and endowed them with power from on high they were now spiritually prepared with the spiritual gifts they needed to lead the church. They were given the gift of tongues so that no matter who they were teaching about Jesus, the apostles were able to speak their language. It was amazing. And because of this and their bold testimonies of Christ, more than 5,000
2: people were baptized in one day. Amazing, and don't forget this cool story. It's another one for 40 inventory,
0: because this man was healed when he was 40 years old.
6: A man who could not walk was carried to the temple every day. He sat by the temple doors and asked for money. One day he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple. He asked Peter and John for money. Peter said that he did not have any money. Peter said that he would give the man something else. Peter blessed the man in the name of Jesus Christ and healed him. Then he helped the man stand up. The man walked for the first time in his life. Many people saw the man walking and leaping. They knew it was a miracle. They knew Peter had the power of God. Peter told them that Jesus Christ had given him the power to heal the man. Peter was a great missionary. He helped many people believe in and follow Jesus Christ.
4: That's amazing that the apostles had the power to immediately heal like that. And even today, as followers of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father can still bless others through you. Just like Peter and John, even if you don't have silver and gold, you can bless others. Remember, it's just like we're serving God when we're serving others. We have some listener friends that want to share a time when they served by helping someone.
0: Hi, my name is Teddy Bullock and I'm 10 years old. And one way that I helped someone is I saw I saw my neighbor doing yard work and I went over to help them. That It made me feel really good that they got their yard work done and we got to do s'mores with them that night. Hi, my name is Clay and I'm six years old. Um one time we went to a trampoline park and um there's a girl who fell and I helped her up and it made me feel good inside. Hi, my name is Sage, and I'm 8 years old. And one day it was really hot, and there was this kid um, waiting for his friends to pick him up. I offered him some cookies and, and grapes and water, and offered him to come sit in the shade. My
2: name is Gabriel Graham. I am 10 years old. I currently live in Wisconsin. One day in band, I helped someone and put their music in the folder and pick it up
0: because it had fallen down and all their music had spelled out. The end. Hi, my name is Rowan. I am six years old. I live in Oceanside, California. I helped my dad do the dishes. That is how I helped him. Hi, my name is Avery and I'm six years old, almost seven, and I live in Tampa, Florida. One time when I helped somebody, there was this huge storm that blew over lots of trees and when it had passed, I went outside and helped my neighbors pick up leaves and sticks in their yards. My name is Stace, and I live in Wyoming. I like to help my mom do dishes and team first. My name is Faith. When my sisters sat, then attended, then I had. I'm Adric, and I'm eight years old. One time I gave my sister a ride on my back. Hi, I'm Bowen, and I'm four. And when one time I was camping with my friend, One of my friends washed her shoes, helping her found it with my fast So, now the Apostles are teaching everyone about Jesus, and baptizing a lot of people.
3: Repent ye therefore, and be converted.
0: Well, the Jewish leaders aren't so happy about this, and really don't want this happening. They threatened the Apostles, and told them to stop. Take him. Remember, just a few weeks ago, Peter denied that he even knew Christ. And now, the Jewish leaders are threatening Peter if he keeps teaching about Jesus. This time though, Peter stands up boldly and keeps spreading Christ's gospel. The people even started bringing their sick people to Peter and all the apostles because now he was healing the sick just like Jesus did. Since Peter would not stop sharing about Christ's teachings, The Jewish leaders arrested him and John as well and locked them up in a prison cell. Well, guess what? Jesus sent an angel to help them and the angel let Peter and John out of prison. Peter and John went right back to teaching about Jesus in the temple. It was a miracle. They were so brave. God protects us and helps those who serve and love him. He'll do the same for you.
4: Game time! Since we're reading about the law of consecration this week, we wanted to play a funny law game. We looked up all the silly laws we could find in the United States, and we want to see if you guys can fill in the blanks to these crazy laws we tell you.
2: Are you ready to play fill in the blank?
0: Is this law a prank? Fill in the blanks with a crazy answer and see if you're right. In Arizona, it's illegal
4: for a donkey to sleep in a... Bathtub!
1: You're under arrest! Freedom is rights.
4: In Arkansas, after 9 p.m., you cannot honk your horn near a... Shop.
1: sheriff's here. He's in my office with a warrant to arrest both of you.
4: In Louisiana, it's illegal to send someone a surprise. Pizza.
5: All right, come What are do you doing? You take your hand off of me. You can't arrest me.
4: In Montana, it's illegal to give this as a present. A rat.
1: All right, you're under arrest. You hear me? Now put your hands on the car.
4: In South Dakota, it is illegal to sleep in a... Cheese factory.
5: You are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. In Vermont,
4: it's illegal for women to wear these without their husband's approval.
2: Fake teeth. I'm afraid you're
4: under arrest, madam. Remember, the law of consecration is where members of Christ's church voluntarily dedicate their time, talents, and material wealth to build up God's kingdom. It's something we covenant to do with God in the temple. Listen to how beautiful it sounded in the early days of the church.
5: And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them, and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need.
4: Now, let's listen to a story about some early followers who didn't quite make the right choice when it came to following this
1: law. The early church shared everything.
4: They were a brand new community of
7: people who found each other because they believed and followed what Jesus taught when he was on the earth.
1: The way they shared what they had made them stand out.
7: They shared their food, they shared their time.
1: There was even one guy who sold some of his land and gave every cent of the money he earned to the church.
7: In the church, there were two people, a husband and a wife, Ananias and Sapphira. They saw this guy sell his land and said, we should do that, too.
1: Hey, let's do like that other guy and sell some of
7: our land. But are we really going to give all of the money to the church? Everybody shares everything. They don't need all of it.
1: Hmm. You're right. Let's just give them some of the money, and we'll keep the rest for ourselves.
7: Ananias brought some of the money to the church, but he lied and said it was all of the money. Peter could tell he was lying.
1: Peter said, Why are you lying to the Holy Spirit, Ananias? Has Satan filled your heart? You didn't have to sell your land, and you didn't have to give the money to the church, and you certainly didn't have to lie and say you gave all of it, but you did. Not only have you lied to the church, but you've lied to God.
7: Upon hearing this, Ananias fell down and died.
1: Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, what?
7: That's how the story goes, he died.
1: Does that mean if I tell a lie, I'm gonna die too? Just like that?
7: In the Bible story, Ananias died. In our story, lying might not kill our bodies, but it does weaken our reputation, and it kills trust. When the people in the early church heard what happened to Ananias, they knew that lying was something God took seriously.
1: Three hours later, Sapphira came in, but she didn't know what had happened to her husband.
7: Peter gave her a chance to tell the truth. He said,
1: Did you sell the land for the price your husband said?
7: Yep, that's how much we sold it for.
1: Why would you and your husband plan to lie against the Holy Spirit? We just buried him for the same thing.
7: Then she died too, and they buried her with her husband.
1: Everyone in the church heard this story, and they had a healthy respect for God.
7: They knew that not only was God serious about lying, but also building trust.
4: This story shows how important being honest is to Heavenly Father. Being honest means always telling the truth, especially to your parents, and not taking things that don't belong to you.
2: I believe. That's all we have for this week don't forget to leave us a review and until next time